0: Well, welcome back to Flicks Radio. Um, we have got something quite sensational to release about, I'd say, three or four minutes in the future. But first off, Carlos and Joe, how are you both doing?
1: Yeah, I'm good, mate. Uh, lots happened since we last recorded, hasn't it? Yeah.
0: Anything to report?
1: I've gone under the knife, yeah, had surgery, yeah, uh, moved to Bristol, yeah, yeah, that's about it so far. How's the surgery going? Surgery was quite. Yeah, it was a mad one, to be fair, just got knocked out by the anaesthetic, was smashing codeine for like two weeks, bit drowsy for a while, but you know, the 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 That's, the, funn- that's the
2: funnest you've ever been, mate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and Joe, how you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm just knocking around, to be honest with you, mate. Yeah. Um, you couple, couple of odd jobs here and there. Yeah. Um, Are you still unemployed? Technically? Uh, technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the sake of the unemployment diaries, yeah, yeah, I think. I've got I'll something to... to say then. What?
0: Oh, Guess he's stepped into the unemployment diaries.
2: Oh, as of yesterday. As of yesterday. As of yesterday. He's yesterday. Is correct.
0: Yes, I am also uh, very much in the diaries. Um, yeah, had my last day of work yesterday. Had to give a leaving speech. Uh, what was your best line from the leaving speech? What I did was I did I drew a really nice comparison, kind of self like self. Uh, criticizing by self-aggrandizing, if you know what I mean. So in the last couple of weeks, two really, really notable people have left the company. So I did a bit of a build-up about how, like, oh, these amazing people have left, da, 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 like, this person brings this much and the other person, like, is a genius going off to do something incredible. Oh, and we're also losing, da, 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 if you know what I mean.
1: Ah, okay, yeah, yeah A bit yeah, of a yeah. classic, classic,
0: classic jibe. <laughs> um, I, uh, but what I would say is if you're ever going to do that, then have a couple of pints before it. Because I was so nervous, like, I was really, really weirdly nervous before it. Then it smashed a couple of red stripes. Went well. Actually flew through. Actually, I had a Jaeger bomb as well.
2: And oh, did it actually? Did it go down well? Was it alright? Oh, yeah, yeah, went down as good as it could have. I done. would be bricking it about. Leaving, <laughs>
0: yeah, I've I got. I had a whole written out speech.
2: Oh my god! Like a speech. God. speech. Yeah, spent a lot of time chatting about the shard.
0: weirdly enough. Um, but anyway, I think unless anyone's got anything else that's genuinely of relevance,
2: I've actually got a bit of a story for you, this. Okay, um, and you've got. Us that matter uh you might recall that a couple of episodes i said that the conversation with casper my barber has dried up a little bit oh yeah especially in light of lewis's story about the pranks of tea or whatever it's yeah true. <laughs> um yeah so i went in there yesterday actually and um well you've had a trim yeah i mean <laughs> I was, yeah i mean the hair, i'm not i'm not i'm not almighty pleased with the trim but I tell you what, the chat more than made up for it. It was, oh, it. It was incredible. Back. Yeah, he was pulling out all of the stops. This guy, basically, went in there and before long, he was he dropped this one. No, so I noticed as soon as I walked in that he's got his all of his hair was shaved off, and admittedly, he's he got finally, a, he's got a, he's, he's, he's got a terrible like really receding hairline, yeah. and it actually looks better than it did before because yeah, he had like no a idea. quiff anyway. Couple of minutes into the trim, he goes, "Oh yeah, mate. On Wednesday, I'm off to Turkey to get my hair transplant." No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm oh. like, "Fucking hell, mate." Good man. I was like, "What? Like, have you got have you got like a connection there? Mm. Like, do you know someone who's done it before?" Because Turkey and like getting hair transplants is like a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like Turkey for hair transplants, uh, veneers, teeth, fake like uh, bum surgery, or whatever. For some reason, Turkey's a place everyone goes for that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Azerbaijan yeah. for um, dentistry
0: there you go and you know what without further ado <laughs> we're going to have to I think this is I'm sorry Joe as good as that story was that was the vocals of Kid Brooks King of Mild Entertainment everybody have a round of applause we've got Jack Bowman with us today um, uh, a really briefly uh, runs what can I be described as an incredibly successful podcast he has his own merch I'll say nothing less um
3: Podcastmerch.co.uk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, Jack is also uh, went to the same school as, as I, uh, a couple of years above. Um, is it so a couple, was it? I thought it was one. I'm, How old are you? I've just turned 24.
3: Oh, that's two years then,
0: yeah. Yeah, two Did you
1: years. go John Ball as well? I did, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so he went to the same primary school as me as oh, well. Oh, really?
3: You so must be. You know my brother, Will? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. well.
1: I'm a year above
0: him. Right, got gotcha. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's yeah. a little cool, local Greenwich affair today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you were saying Azerbaijan for teeth.
3: That's what I've been hearing, yeah. Really? But bear in mind that I, until a couple of years ago, I, so this tube is fake, right? I'm, I'm, and for the listener, I'm pointing to my central tooth to the
1: left, yeah? Ooh, you wouldn't be, be able to tell, that's a big No, one, so you
3: wouldn't be able it. to tell, but um, I used to have this plate thing that I could take in and out. So it got knocked out at uni. Like, I had to take a plate thing that I could take in and out. How did it get knocked mm-hmm. out, sorry? Punch in the face, but... you deserve it? Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. Um, but, um, but it got knocked out originally as I was about I was about ten years old at primary school I fell on the floor and knocked out a bit of bit of pavement. Yeah. So it's hanging on. But yeah. Dentistry man, crazy world.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, that actually ties in quite quite nicely with Casper's story. Yeah. Um so I'm like, Oh what what, you got a connection there? Um, do you know someone who did it? Because uh, 'cause I've heard about getting your like hair transplant in Turkey. It's a bit of a thing, isn't it? And he's like no mate, no no, I just went on Google, like I searched, I searched on Google and went for the one with the best reviews. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: sensational I'm, a, yeah, it's I'm right. a proper big fan of people getting hair transplants, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well I mean he was he was very open about it and I think like ob- obviously like he was it was it's a massive thing for him because like, yeah. he, I I asked him and he's like yeah my hair's been I've been losing my hair since about sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. So it's like he's, that, like he's like he's like younger than us, isn't he? He's like, same Major, I think. He's I found him
0: on uh, Instagram the
2: other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he goes. Um, Saw his princess. He was like, oh, um. Uh, he's like, yeah, mate, this place is pretty mental, you know? He's like, fucking, like, Kim Kardashian's been there, Angelina Jolie's been there. What for there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, He was like, he was like. You can get boob jobs, you can get bum jobs, you can get like all the jobs, <laughs> all, all the jobs. You yeah. sent him to get his batty done, on his house. <laughs> <laughs> And it just made me think that like, I, I made parallels between, though, you know, those those like pan-global restaurants like Cosmo. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And they like do
2: everything. <laughs> they place they place do, goes, yeah, they do everything, but they're like, weird. shit. They do shit good. all of them. It's like, yeah, does yeah, the yeah. same logic apply? Yeah, yeah. If you like, if if you do everything, yeah, you'll get veneers on your
0: ass if you're not careful. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, I was just like, yeah, mate, that's... I was like, yeah, fucking hell, like fair play. And I was like, just... I was kind of a bit shocked, to be fair with you. I
0: want to live in a world where that's normalised because I've got a real fear about my hair suddenly, suddenly going completely. Have you, have you got baldness in the in the family tree? It's supposed to go by your mum's dad, isn't it?
3: You know what? I was looking this up the other day and actually about 50, about 50 52, 55% more likely to be on the numb side but not by much. Oh, so yeah. Really right. It's actually quite wow. even but oh, there is wow. a bias towards the num side that's where that comes from.
1: Can I quickly add a story right? So I slipped yeah. in that I've moved to Bristol. Yeah. And uh I came back and Bristol's got it has got a bit of a reputation of a bit of a hippy dippy place, everyone's really nice and all that. And um <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fucking wankers. Yeah. Cricks <laughs> a lot of them. But anyway, it was have nice by this one new kid that's turned up. Yeah. <laughs> despises everyone for it. Anyway, so I've got I've got
1: back today for the first time back to London. So I've only been there for a week and a half, but um, I've got back to Greenwich and I'm in I'm by the Greenwich Centre in a caff getting a proper fry up. And then so I haven't been back in London long. I've been in this really nice place. Everyone's so friendly, and I'm um, sat down and someone starts shouting me like, Alright mate. alright mate. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, you're right, man, <laughs> like, being a bit sheepish with him, trying to avoid it. And he was like, oh, tell us, mate, tell us, what's happened to your arm then? What's happened to your arm? I'm so sorry about it. what's happened to your arm. And I was like, oh, no, don't worry, it's, it's getting better, I've had surgery, all this stuff. Because I'm wearing a sling for the uh, purpose of the listener. Mm. And, he, and then he, he, turns, this around, and he turns around He turns and goes, oh, I think it's terrible what they've done to you because you're an Arab. <laughs> 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 <Fucking hell. laughs> no word of a lie. That is that is exactly how the exchange went. And I said, and I went to him. I was like, well, oh, I appreciate the sentiment, but I'm not actually Arab. I'm a uh, mixed race, but yeah, that's, <laughs> none of us Arab. I, I mean, thank you for that. What did and he say to that? He, he was like, ah, oh, well, you know, I'm not a racist. I I think it's horrible what they've done to you. <laughs> and well, then, he still repeated the same line. Yeah, despite, and, yeah. and, and then I quickly realised that he was quite clearly had a lot of issues, mm. but it was a nice welcome
0: back to South yeah. London, and no, I felt at home already, so. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> One of the many reasons that Jack's here today is because he is the host and creator of Crime Club podcast. So if you're all right to just give the listener the quick rundown of what it is and who you have on in XYZ.
3: Very quickly, talk to uh, people who have done bad things, either breaking the law or just immoral things. Mm. Um, we're talking former crack dealers, graffiti artists, um, all sorts. It's quite varied. I try and make sure that I vary it up. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess that's it.
0: Um, and also, as an object, what you Jack walked in here today and announced that he hadn't been to bed yet, but you look unbelievably fresh. Thanks, man. You've got really good skin for it, <laughs> for the for
3: the, all, for the all night session. Yeah, yeah. All really night session
1: to Turkey
0: by the looks of it.
3: Yeah, my hair's looking thick tonight, man. Um, well, that's, that's very kind of you. That's but um, what was I going to say? No, I don't smell very good though. That's what I would be aware of. Oh, Carlos, you're not alone. As
2: well. I actually got a message from Carlos saying he stinks. Not long before this, um, something along the lines of. Gonna need a sink wash when I get to yours, mate. Sink wash? Ho- hope you got some nice... A little gentleman's wash? <laughs> 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 yeah. got. hope you got some nice You Did you, you held
3: it while you were down there? <laughs> <laughs> that's the gentleman's wash. That's a full gentleman's wash.
1: No, <laughs> like, it's like a half gentleman's wash. It's like a, a lad's wash, you know? What, armpits and... Just armpits, crack. really. Just, know, like... That's it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a boy's
0: wash. Yeah, it does still to be fair. Um, but not only are you the host of Crime Club, you are also known... Um, around the area is Kidbrook's King of Mild Entertainment. Yeah. So how did that come about? What does that include? And uh, what should people need to know?
3: You know what? It's just a fucking daft thing that I thought up because Kidbrook's a bit of a nothing area. Obviously, <laughs> that, like it's, it's basically just a post office and a train station yeah. and some houses. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and previously, the Ferry Estate, which was one of the biggest in Europe back yeah. in the day. Um, So it's just one of those, a bit of a weird kind of London areas in between. Yeah, classic Zone 3. And I just thought, I probably am the most mildly entertaining person in Kibworth. So <laughs> I, I, I might as, well, as well call myself the King of King, King of Mild Entertainment. You know what I
0: mean. And what do you do because of that? Uh, as as Kibworth, we
3: we're talking pub quizzes. Yeah. yeah so about, my main quizzes. my main source of income is running pub quizzes, uh, which I do at the really? White Swan in Shelton on Tuesdays and the Pelton Arms on Wednesdays in Greenwich. Currently, that's at the time of recording. There might be some uh, few, uh, more ad- additions to my weekly oh, roster. Really? Right, so, in, yeah.
0: in the pub quiz game, do you? Is it like, you are Are you the attraction that other pubs want to get in on the act of the pub quizzer or have they got a pub quiz going and you say, you know, what, I can do a better job than this bloke? So, or yeah, bloke cares?
3: I'll give you the brief uh, genealogy of my career. Yeah. If ever, so, basically, <laughs> my my dad's mate, um, he he used to <laughs> referee uh, child's football games, but he also does pub quizzing on so the He does like, five a week. Yeah. We got, One of these geese's got, got weird jobs, which I kind of am trying to emulate in a weird way because yeah. I've got oh, fucking weird jobs. But, um... DJing for Polish discos for example <laughs> but uh, he um, he does five a week and he did one at the White Hart and New Cross and he couldn't make it one month or one week and it, it, they put something out saying anyone want to fill in I was like yeah I'll fill in did it made it a millennial special post 1990 trivia yeah and, um, and it went really well and I did another one after that and it became clear to be, people started to know that I could do pub quizzes so mm, when yeah. pubs were like we need a new quiz master I get tagged in the comments on Facebook and that, basically from mm, that yeah. I've, got, I've got several gigs from that basically oh, yeah that's
0: a,
2: really good
3: very
0: organic yeah can we oh, just okay. say that we went down to one of yours in oh, yeah. Charlton a little while back and to be fair it was fucking good thanks man it was really good there's definitely an art to uh there's an art to it which maybe you might people might not think that there is but there really is
3: there's an art to asking questions which are challenging and yet uh you know feasible mm. i guess i don't really
0: spend too much time thinking about it as well as it's boring
2: <laughs> <laughs> um
0: and also finally on the intros because um, I don't want to, you know, big you up too much, but no, please do. No, but you are a bit of a, a, bit of a hero in a group of our friends' eyes, and one of the many reasons for that is um, the smash hit Rodney P. Yes, he stacks me a
3: happy council, facilities manager, lunchroom but bazooka bang it shank with a fifty calibre. Monday to Friday jumps up, janitor Friday to Sunday nostril damage. The, 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 the take home bars from that track are. Uh, Monday to Friday jumps up, Janet. of Friday to, to Sunday, nostril damager. That's literally the most <laughs>
0: unbelievable. He <laughs> literally does, is do it? That blows me away so much. The thing is, the, you know, this is something, I'm so
3: glad I get to talk about this to no, people are interested because it's, it's rare. Day. But basically, the, the best lyric in that song is actually, uh, he keeps himself to himself and himself to the keep because he grew up in a place called it's the keep. Really? keeps himself to himself and himself to the, the symmetry there, I think, is beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> I'm so to pick myself it, up, yeah. yeah. And we still it's now a common parlor in our group of friends. Do you want some pub grub, mate? Yeah, I'll take three. <laughs> 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 Fundamentally it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually say that? Yeah.
3: That's mad, man. That's wow. like
0: there's so many parts of that. Like it is the motherfucker R O D. It just mm. those are things that are said. Bro,
3: there's a new track coming out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mate, so Benji, who who does the music for it, he he, he did the middle verse in that track, and he and he he made the beat himself. He's made a kind of like kind of jumpy kind of house garagey track. And um, I've written my bars, obviously, because I'm a neek. But uh, (laughs) Toby, who comes in on the third verse, he ain't done fuck all, so we're still waiting for him to kind of sort his shit out. But yeah, (laughs) if you're lucky, I'll do a little acapella version. (laughs) What's what's,
0: what's it about this time? (laughs) Well. Or is it more of like a So dunk? well
3: the but the only way I can tell you is by spitting the bars, Well
0: um, <laughs> We got the booth set
1: up as well, so
3: Right. Here we go. One, two, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you the story so far. R.O.D. got a gaff in growth part, Bought it. Used to be a poor kid. Now he's got a mortgage, rising fast. Like oh Ra. Swear down. I thought I told you. Packed in the pack. Cut down on the roll up Still likes like. Oh hang on. Still likes like old bed. Still goes odd. Goes ball for the gang like Mozart. Stacks Peter the best of his abilities. Hackney's still managing facilities. Got a young spicy. Yeah, she's about twenty now. Ready for the regular pipe. Old giggity, coming holidays out in Sicily. <laughs> Vitamin D was like that's a bit of me. Brexit was like that's a bit of me. No deal was like that's a bit of me. <laughs> was like that's a bit of me. <laughs> Rod's like, that's a bit of me, Rod's like, that's a bit of me, yo, listen, Rodrick, Rodney, Rod or Rodders, Chodrick, Chodney, Chode or Chodders, N136, getting rot and white, just like his... Oh, <laughs> There you go. Oh, that's,
2: okay.
3: that's what it will sound like when Toby writes his bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, so I take it the bars come naturally to you then,
3: yeah. Um, when it comes to Rod, man, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, did you, how do
2: you know it, Rod?
3: Well, we both started Talis in year seven, but I didn't become mates with him until sixth form. When he decided to, well, well, sorry, a friend of his from childhood um, came to Tally sixth form and kind of brought him into like the cool, I'm not saying like, I was not cool, man, but like he, <laughs> brought, him, he brought him out into the, the, the cooler group. And yeah, we became friends from there, mm. yeah.
0: Beautiful story. It is a beautiful <laughs> story. As we said, Crime man. Club is kind of your, uh, well, it's a fucking fantastic podcast
3: thank you That's um, really you know what because i don't have a particularly big profile as a person of mm. pretty small actually and um that the only way people can listen to it is word of mouth yeah. and um and so it's, i'm just really not it was really lovely to hear
0: people uh, listen to it and love it i it genuinely know? absolutely adore it um but yeah so how did that come about how do you get the idea of it how do you because you've got like a kind of network behind it So how I, does all of that come about
3: so i started doing my mate from limley ex housemate he um is a radio producer and I was at an appointment and he's like oh this because John Holmes on talk radio does this show but well, he did it's not anymore mm. but he was like he used to get pe- like people on work we called it work experience it's basically just a, someone young that didn't get paid to come on and talk about either TV uh, music or some other such like film or whatever mm. and um, I was at an appointment My he was like oh this, this someone's pulled out uh, I was like Put out what he's like like a TV pundit for Monday I was like I'll do that turned up watched some TV uh, obviously um, wrote some quite funny shit about it <laughs> did it smashed it and then um, he got invited back got on his radio show in Kent But um, is that
0: BBC Kent?
3: BBC Radio Kent That's, yeah I full I Alan know. Partridge man
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and, um but the thing is it's, it's, it's not really going anywhere that stuff but I, by virtue of having done that I managed to get contact with this podcast company mm. who are like a collective of writers comedy writers they wrote um they write for Charlie Brooker and uh, like, you know Diane Morgan, like yeah, um, yeah. Philomena um, Kunk and kind of stuff. Yeah, they, yeah. They write. Yeah. They, and, uh, she's brilliant. She's great. Yeah. they're well, they they, they they're, they're, they're killing it with their yeah. writing stuff. But they do this podcast company, and I pitched the ideas to them, and they were like, "Yeah, go and make it." So I went and made it.
2: Uh, and what do you you literally make it? Yeah, I make it all. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. How do you find?
0: Because uh, yeah, it's got to be said you do have on some proper wrong-ins. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So sexy wrongers, man. Yeah, proper sexy wrong-ins. <laughs> uh, so how do you get in contact?
3: Mates mainly.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, no, well, series one, right?
3: Yeah. Series one, literally everyone was either a mate or a friend of a friend kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to. Like, I feel a bit like I'm like taking the cloak off to the magic kind of yeah, thing or whatever. That's true. But um,
0: that is tr- as brief
3: as you want. Yeah, maybe we'll. That uh, <laughs> that's the truth about series one: mates or mates and mates. Series two. It Just circumstance that, for example, the smuggler, right? This geezer that did 19 months in the Sri Lankan jail for getting caught smuggling hash, right? Yeah, um, I met him at a house party a year and a half ago, yeah, and it, I was battered, yeah. And he's and and like, Mate, I've just come out of fucking jail, man. I was like, Oh, yeah, where? He's like, Sri Lanka. I was like, Can I get your email? And we've been, we've, we've, we've been emailing for the best part of a year now. He's gone traveling. His business part was like, Don't do it because it could attract negative publicity, and yeah. like, you might get like, because I don't want to say what his job is, but he, it could affect his work, he has basically. A yeah, self employed, but like big like big companies like home, whatever. Mm. But then the but series one came out, I was like, well look, you don't have to do it, but like it is series one. And he was like, you know what, no, I will do that. And uh after a year and a half, managed to get in the studio. Yeah, well,
2: for what it's worth I thought that was the best episode. Do you think so? Yeah. I thought it was an excellent episode. Yeah, just be, nice. just kinda of because oh first of all he was good he was like good at speaking, basically. yeah. But also, yeah. I mean just like the fucking Wild story, mate. It's just
0: like yeah. the craziest I thought
3: thing. I felt so sorry for that Russian bloke that was in his sale. Ukrainian brother, yeah, mate. He's getting sent. I think. I think. It was in the news the other day that the um, Sri Lankans have just hired two hangmen. Right? Yeah, they've just like they've put a That's fucking job ad. Job ad out. Like <laughs> you need to have mental strength and be able to hang people, basically. And like, and so <laughs> nice. like that he might. Because in really Sri Lanka, when you get sentenced to death. Um, you basically don't die. You just like, they chuck you away for ages, and you just die in natural causes. But yeah. they because they haven't hired any new hangmen for a long time. But now they've <laughs> hired some new hangmen. The Ukrainian man might get fucking hangman.
1: Wow, Christ! I mean, um, it, it feels a bit uh, wrong to even make a joke after that. But uh, I've been thinking the whole time you've been talking that you are the king of opportunism. If you know what I mean. Right. So like, someone pulls out of something, you're always there to fill fill the void. I think that. <laughs> that hangman job sounds like something (laughs) you've been tagging on Facebook Jack will do
3: it I'm I'm free Wednesdays (laughs) get a BA to get me a fly out there no you know what I have had about in my life I've probably had about 30 jobs but and some of them have been really shits. but I would not uh, consider a hangman opportunity
0: I'm, I'm glad to hear it so who would you say has been your favourite guest on Crime Club or has had the most shocking story? Or have there been anything... Is there anything that you draw the line on that you wouldn't want to include on it?
3: Um, most shocking... I mean, I'm in love with Tarquin. This guy's of Tarquin, right? Tarquin. Yeah. Volume
0: 2 coming out on Monday, <laughs> you <speaking> about Tarquin. <laughs> Tarquin... How did you get in... If it's not like without... No, 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 yeah, advice, no. How did yeah, you yeah. get in contact with Tarquin? So
3: I went to my mate's tattoo shop and uh it with the aim of recording this other guy yeah? yeah but i turned up there he was like you know what my voice is a bit fucked so i was like oh, i don't want to do it i was like oh, fun my <laughs> mate my mate was like oh record this guy yeah pointed to yeah i am going to describe him he's oh, cuz he's got two and um, and i was like you know what, mate he was like yeah he said his name i was like i'll do this thing where i record people who got crazy stories sounds like you have got a few he was like yes i do <laughs> uh, and uh, got his number next day he went round to his uh, baby mumbers gaffing peak like and yeah. uh, and just recorded for seven hours straight he's just going banging these stories out, basically hours. live stories bang 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 he gave, he, he passes me a spliff as soon as I enter the door I'm like yeah. you know what I wouldn't usually because I want to be on the ball but at the same time I want to ingratiate myself for you yeah. and yeah. you're frightening so <laughs> I've, I've, I've had a couple of I've had a couple of tokens there's a Puri as well and I'm yeah. baked yeah and, I'm, and i am start yeah. I'll start pranging out I'm thinking because his name he's got the same name as someone that I went to primary school I was like I, do, 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 does he know me like, did, I, do, did I go to primary school with this guy like, I was pranging out well, that's that, <laughs> decided that got on the whiskies mm. literally his mate came round that's in volume 3 his mate got done for an M charge oh my um, god yeah my yeah god. did three years in, in Feltham.
1: Free for an oh, M, M
3: he charge hey, he's quite well, lucky yeah well yeah because it, was, it ended up being manslaughter. but he punched a guy basically killed him wow and yeah yeah, geezer died and um, got done an M charge did three years in Feltham. wow that's volume 3 volume 3 the finale Jesus. of series 2 of Crime Club <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh Christ. Yeah, he's the most shocking
3: means... either, like. he, He's the most shocking. But my favourite probably Uh you know what I really like? This this guy, Eastern European guy, who um used to smuggle cat, which like a chewable kind of like the, the Somal- Somali- I couldn't yeah, could really into was. it. It's like yeah. a chewable kind of it gives you kind of a caffeine hit, but the really into it. And he used to smuggle it from country to country. Kind of, he's banned from Malta, Finland and Norway. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I it's just kind of niche shit. Just weird weird shit that you wouldn't hear anyone anywhere else because that's the reason I did it, because people. I know people have got crazy stories, and like obviously it's funny at times, but it's just stuff you don't even know about, or haven't heard yeah. anywhere else kind of thing. That's what I'm aiming for.
0: That's what I'm trying to and cover. And to give a quick um, flavour of Tarquin, yeah. what's like a, just because there'll be people into this that won't have heard yet, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's something like a pacer of why Mate, Volume 2 kicks
3: off, which is coming out on Monday, Volume 2 kicks off with him saying, so yeah, there's this paedophile with one leg and um, <laughs> and uh, this is when he's inside Yeah, he's in prison right now yeah. and he's like oh my mate um, was helping him at the lunch queue he's like, I was like why are you helping him bruv he's like well, he's got one leg in it he's in a wheelchair he's like that's a pedo bruv he's in it for fucking kids and the pedo turns around and says <laughs> what did he say he, said, <laughs> he says um, I might be a pedo but I'm getting out quicker than you and Tarquin gets Ooh. a boiling pot of fucking goulash or whatever <laughs> pours it on the geezer yeah Batters him. He's in the hospital. Yeah, he's in the medical uh, wing of the prison. Yeah, a couple of weeks later, well, a couple of days later, yeah, he, uh, he gets his mates like beckoning. He's he's, he's hospitalized to the uh, bars of yeah. the um of the of the hospital wing, and uh, and he jumps out and grabs him. Yeah, and him and his mates knock all of his teeth out with their fist, not batter him, and that is the first two minutes of Volume Two <laughs> oh, of, of uh, the Chronicles of Ark with. He's up. tasty. He's a tasty character. Yeah, Sounds really good, nice guy. Great host as well. Oh, yeah. Nice very hospitable man oh,
2: lovely stuff do you ever find have you ever found yourself like feeling uncomfortable
3: well like, like I said when I was fucking like pranging out because I was oh, yeah, I, yeah I suppose other than, other, other, than other than that um, other than that no not really but I I mean Targum is the most um, kind of perhaps volatile person that I've interviewed so far if I was going to if someone was going to switch and knock me out it'd be him mm. no I don't think that would happen with any of the other people mm. that
0: I've interviewed who's been your um has there been one that's been like really really surprising that they've got so much to say surprising they've got so much to say so i can imagine there's some people that you kind of walk it's like when you have that old thing if you're like sat in a restaurant or you're walking down the street and someone passes you and you think like nothing of it but then they look pretty normal but they're actually absolutely mental whereas Harquin sounds like you've seen anything, because yeah, heartburn looks mental yeah, you so if mental. you saw him you'd be like that geezer is yeah, like yeah. fully
3: mental like kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but someone who's a bit so someone who got in touch after the first couple of episodes of series one came out. He's a older guy, um, and he just looks like a he 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 looks hard to be fair, but yeah. he just looks like a like a bloke like yeah. a hard bloke kind of thing. And um, he got in touch, and he's like, I've got a few stories. He's like, yeah, come in, and uh, and he's like talking about these like he used to be a mod back in the day, like having tear ups, down Brighton, kind of stuff, yeah, like it's... classic kind of like subculture wars. And then um, he also was a hooligan as well, like he got, he, he, for a firm. Who did he support? Beat this out, oh. um, but it was b****. And, uh, and he, 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 lost, he was like, one of those people like, I lost most of my fights, you know, I got beaten up a lot. But, uh, <laughs> but it was good fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. He is an example of someone that you wouldn't necessarily expect that volume of uh, crime club content yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, from yeah.
0: That's good. Yeah, it's always something that kind of makes me think about like how wrong you can be about the way that someone looks. And like, You can look at someone and think nothing really of it, but it's, it's like... In a really, and this is going to sound so dull compared to like tart quid and your like stories, <laughs> but like when you start working in an office, and like you're suddenly around people that look literally as normal as you get, and you realise that literally everyone, when it comes down to it, everyone's a complete freak. Yeah, yeah. You know? But like obviously, crime club is that on a on a heightened, willing that to magnified and <laughs> yeah.
1: without a, without a tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because. Obviously, our last episode we did was called The Sensible Ones, yeah. which was all stories about basically how fucking boring we all are. <laughs> and like, in any sense of danger that's ever arisen in our lives, we've all just taken the safe path. Mm. And like, after listening to a bit of Crime Club and like seeing the calibre of stories you had, mm. I was trying to think what stories I've got that can even come close. And I was like, yeah, Sensible Ones is a good time. <laughs> <laughs> There's some fucking good stuff on Crime Club. Well, no, because I, love that, I love that episode because I'm, I'm
3: a fan of your show and I, 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 I really gosh. like listening to it. Obviously, it's kind of like the polar opposite of Crime Club, but but, but, it's, but it's, it feels like home listening to you lot talk in a really comforting way because you're just nice and having a good time without any kind of pretensions or any like uh, delusions of grandeur or anything. And that's why I like your. That's why I like Flicks, but um, what was my point? What <laughs> <No, no, laughs> is, is, you like, love that's Flicks, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> point. But oh no, yeah, that's it. I remember. So I, I said you a message, like, you know what, I've, as far as being not sensible is concerned, I rode the DLR on the outside of the carriage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so finished,
3: yeah. with that up right now, I need that story now. So basically it's my birthday and I was like, you know, How well, long ago? Oh was it like it was was it this year? Maybe. Oh, hang on. <laughs> no. <laughs> What you, how old am I no it was um <laughs> it was even this year or last year my birthday I was in Greenwich Spoons getting on it <laughs> and, um, <laughs> bang there. bang bang that's me miming drinking lagers very quickly my absolutely <laughs> sad <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: and uh and I thought you know what fuck it, I've, and, uh, it you know what it sounds crazy but it's a piece of piss DLR you've got on the outside in between carriages you've got handles right this is it it's made to fucking joyride right? <laughs> and so you just stand in the in between carriage on the outside rode it from Greenwich to Greenwich Cutty Sark? No, yeah, Greenwich. Cutty Sark to uh, Deptford Bridge, I think. It's cash, man. It's one of those things. It sounds mental, but once you've done it, you're like, that was a piece of piss. Yeah.
2: Did you uh, Did you beep in? I haven't beeped since 2008,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Since mentioning Greenwich spoons, again, another parallel between Crime Club and the sensible ones. So the the uh, recently was in Lewisham spoons with a few people, and uh, there was a guy who went to Talis. Who has started kind of being around there quite a lot and he recognises us and he comes over for a chat. Don't say his name. Yeah, his name's not gonna be said. <laughs> but he is, he's a bit of a handful, especially when he's had a drink. Basically, right, <laughs> he's come over and he it, the people I'm with didn't even go to tell us. So he just knows us as like friends of friends of friends. And then, so it's a Friday night, Lewisham Spoons, and he's, he's like pretty drunk. He's been there for hours after work. And he was just getting on our tits, to be honest. He was being proper annoying. What kind of shit was he saying? Just all this, like... Just, it, honestly, just really mundane, but really annoying. Just constantly going, like, talking about people's girlfriends, all this shit. What?
3: Like. He's, he's come over to your group to talk about his, his own mate's <laughs> girlfriends?
1: No, like, he'd come over to our group and started talking to a guy he doesn't know, asking him about his... Girl- Basically, one of my, my mate's girlfriends was travelling. right? And he, he doesn't know the guy, and he was like, to him... Yeah, mate, your girl's probably out there getting shagged by all sorts of like South American men. <laughs> Raw. And and we were like, no, this guy's taking the piss. Anyway, <laughs> the, it, it develops for a bit longer. And um, next thing, he's got the most like hard man-looking uncle has come across, and he's like, put his arm around one of us, and be like, yeah, that's my nephew right there. Um, if you yeah, you don't know about him, he's a fucking solid kid. All this stuff. Then the uncle knocks over a full pint mm. and he's like, basically got my mate in a headlock telling him about how great his nephew is. And then another woman comes over who's about 40 and is talking to the boy who was pissing us all off. Yeah. And she was like, um, basically asking him if he was gay. And he was like, no. And then from that question, I turned around and she fully had her top up and just had her t- tips out to him. And so like saw that happening. So his uncle's got one mate in a headlock. He's just knocked over a full pint. This woman's, like, gone topless in the middle of Lewisham Spoons. And then we all get a moment when we're all together and and he's gone off to the toilet. The uncle's gone. The woman's gone. And my mate just turns to me and goes, get all the coats. We're fucking running away. (laughs) (laughs) And we sprinted off. So that, again, is... Example of how sensible
2: we <laughs> are.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. If I'm getting genuine sit action in Lewisham Spoons, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lewisham Spoons. What's it called? A gate clock? No, that's that's Greenwich. Gate Greenwich. Oh, clock tower.
2: Clock tower. Clock tower, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, those
3: low ceilings, just love them. those mm. <laughs> <laughs> low ceilings. These Lewisham Spoons looks quite grubby, but actually... Uh, the clientele are less offensive than what you might find in your Greenwich Spoons. Green, Greenwich, spoons Greenwich Spoons is kind spoons. of like
2: on its own. It's, it's Greenwich, Greenwich Spoons is it's spoons.
0: Its like, Lee Spoons is genuinely a circus. Like you, yeah. get, you find people, creatures and animals in there that you will not find anywhere else. Talking, well,
3: you're speaking to the man who invented Lee Spoons Christmas Eve tradition. Yeah. Oh shit, of <laughs> course, like, you can't say
0: for that. <laughs>
3: oh, my. If, you, if you ain't in Lee Spoons on Christmas Eve, you ain't fucking no one.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Christ.
2: How did, how did that, that come about just I don't know a couple of mates well I think mean, we did it one Christmas Eve just like you know what
3: that was kind of average but we let's make it kind of weirdly funny legendary yeah and uh, there was one year where it got a bit tasty afterwards and police I got kicked out by the police basically um, uh, basically police there's a fight between some of the young guns who um, were not keeping the drug use to the bare minimum <laughs> and uh, police On got caught. It was a white Christmas.
1: Oh, <laughs> 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 That's why he's the king of mild say It's just too quick. <laughs>
3: quick, but still average, barred. Um But the uh, police came in, and you know what? I was like, you know what, it's fucking nearly 12. I'm like, oh, Bill, oh, Bill, they made me fucking ill. Just started doing that song, and uh, yeah, they shut me up.
0: <laughs> but I allowed back in post that. Nah. You're oh, no, no, I'm not bad. I'm not bad, no, no, no. Oh, no. Right, Um, yeah. So, what's been your number one episode? If you had to introduce someone to it,
3: if you know what? If I'm if, I, if I'm introducing someone, I'll say Chronicles of Tar- Tarquin Volume One, because um, it opens up with him seeing. Well, it opens up with him saying. So obviously, when I was younger, I used to shot crack for my uncle, in it? And it uh, <laughs> was like twelve. I, it was like thirteen. I was like thirteen. Yeah, I walked into this crack house. I used to go where, place, places where crack was thrown, like brothels, crack houses, and. Um, and uh, went into this crack house one day and it just smelled different. I was like, why does it smell so bad? They're like, oh, uh, this beeps. Beep, beeps, <laughs> beep's dead. He's like, yeah, but, but he was still young. He didn't really understand that corpses stunk. And he's like, yeah, yeah but why does it smell? He's like, he's rolled up, he rolled up upstairs in the carpet. He went upstairs. I said, look, literally walks in bloated corpse like maggots eating this geezer's eyeballs kind of thing oh upstairs God. in this fucking, and that is literally the first 30 seconds
0: of volume 1 of the Chronicles, <laughs> the Chronicles <laughs> of Tarquin as if you only came across him because you, he happened to be there the other day that you went to go and speak to someone else
3: pure chance but that's it's one of those things you, if you meet someone like Tarquin you've got to grab that opportunity yeah man.
0: you really do I was um, personally a massive massive fan of the Talis episode for obvious yeah. reasons yeah um and it's actually sparked a bit of conversation between DJT, also of this parish, mm. um, about the teacher who got kicked out for showing, for claiming that he showed. You know hand. what? Mr. How do you
3: that? Yeah. I'm not gonna say it myself, because I don't know why, I'm, I'm just being weird. <laughs> no, you fucking fucking, It
0: was Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. I, I was convinced that he'd also knocked a kid out for breaking his Rolex
3: you know what that was the same story where he's running a revision session on the Saturdays and uh, some really desperate kids turned up to that kind of thing. The kid yeah. and um, yeah he's racist to That's the teacher. His
0: name. Yeah 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 he was a proper. Nut, he's selling
3: he's selling drugs now yeah. legend good man um, and with a really nice car as well well I've done him <laughs> <laughs> uh, land on his feet. <laughs> So he's been racist to this teacher. They used to wrestle all the time in, like, <laughs> shit, yeah. they, they literally wrestled, like, like genuine, like, a, reg, a regular occurrence back at PM, like, registration kind of thing. he's got on the teacher. floor. It's like, who is your daddy? Kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> like, who is your daddy? And be like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> and um, and then like, they've gone to this, it's, it's obviously dangerous now because it's not genuine school hours. And, like The, yeah, the rules yeah. are kind of out the window kind of thing. And he's been racist to, the, to Mr and he's just been, like, Let's go fucking homo, car park, man. Let's do it. And I think he broke his watch as well on the way. That's then. what it was. I yeah. knew it was a watch. That's thing. what I was saying, yeah. I yeah. Think it's the same it's the same event. Oh, and they had it out in the car park. Had it, He chucked him in the bush, man, yeah. <laughs> oh, that
1: yeah. ain't that bad then well, in the end. Like, he shouldn't really be sacked for that.
3: No, he was sacked for showing us naked
0: ladies' pictures.
1: Right, yeah, that's the sacking. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the reason that I knew obviously he used a code name in the episode, but mm. it was. One of the reasons that I knew who you were getting onto is because for a while um he was uh, like Mister Number Two for the football teams, right? And obviously, uh, it's fair to say that the teams were run ran in a fairly professional mm. uh, tyr- tyranny led way.
3: Well, it was different because I don't to, I don't want to brag, but my year won the fucking London Cup, right? Yeah, yeah. We were yeah, yeah. the best team in London, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah.
3: your year wasn't the best team in London. No big <laughs> disgrace to you, but you weren't were the best team in London. So <laughs> they got a bit pissed off with your year because yeah. like I don't know, and so he chucks you, he chucks. <laughs> <that year. laughs>
0: This is, is his mad dog yeah. um, but this is just a tiny thing but it does build some flavour about in the mm. life that he led because we used to if we ever went away from home I remember we got knocked out against some Bonaventures who are a team that Arsenal send all their kids to knocked us out on like the last eight of England or something big deal everyone was really distraught that's I actually a decent result actually. Chubber Akpon yeah. played for them um, this is in year eight. Trevor Akpon played for them. This was before I could get the ball off the floor and he was curling in free kicks. <laughs> so I was right back, he was a left winger, so it was a bit of a bad day for me. Um, and anyway, we got we got banged in the last day of England uh, and Mr had quite a strict rule of if you lose, the ride home, no one's was allowed to say anything. <laughs> so we were doing that and then turned round and Mr, <laughs> Mr got his phone out and he's, he's just showing people pictures of Jordan because
3: <laughs> 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 he banged Jordan that's a bit well, he, yeah, no bro I mean you've heard the episode but I'll recount it quickly basically he was on a TV show uh, like reality dog shit like a TV show about football um, but he, he's turned up because he, he was our uh, shooter well, our, 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 tricky, our shooter, was, like, shooter. When, I was pregnant so she went out of school kind of thing and he, he was a replacement and um, and <laughs> And, uh, and he just waddled up. He's like, yeah, I banged Jordan then. <laughs> we're like, and we're like, sick, man. <laughs> and he's like, here's some other chicks I've fucking banged. Oh, Showing oh. us pictures of the shot. Obviously, we're creaming our pants. It's like, this guy <laughs> is the boy. You know, <laughs> you know? um, not the correct conduct for uh, that kind of <laughs> level Cheater. of figure.
0: And on Talis, have you got any... If you had to bring yeah. out one memory of Talis, I know he's putting you really on the spot. That's right. One memory of Talis uh, that will like, stick with you forever above anything else, Have you got anything that comes to mind.
3: It's, just, it's the same story what I opened with in the, in the school episode of Crime Club. Yeah. So literally, literally when I saved up a bottle of my own piss over the weekend and brought it to <into> school. <laughs> Where's the story go from there? It got sprayed in people's mouths and faces. <laughs> <laughs> I was. And remain to this day a weird person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, the talent episode was a personal, a personal delight.
3: Yeah, it's way. one of those things. I guess if you went there, then you, it will like ring truer. But um, I was I was quite self self conscious about that because it is mainly me talking all the time, and in that one, and um, and you can you can you can get into dangerous territory there, veering off into self indulgence there, yeah. and which I'm very conscious of.
1: So I sent it to someone who didn't go to my school, and I was like, "What do you think?" Of this and he's like, "No, it is one of the best ones you've done." So what we've established today is there's definitely like two two polar different sides between the two podcasts, mm. but I think that there's definitely a way they can be interwoven. Yeah, there's a beauty so, about the two. So like yeah. if for, so, you can have Crime Club for dinner. Mm. You know what I mean? That's the main yeah. course. Get your teeth into that, and then afterwards, if you want to chill out, get your heart rate settled back down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, tuck into a flick. I, I
3: personally listen to flicks when I'm uh, cooking lunch. Right? Oh, so nice, and, and So, so I, I, I was like, yeah, like going about my daily business, like shopping some garlic or whatever. That's like, that's the, like, like, it puts me in a nice place kind of thing. If you're going to listen to Crime Club, do it when, I you, know, you know, I don't know what this time is. Perhaps when you're slightly in an acrimonious frame of mind, perhaps mm. when you're feeling a bit pissed off, or you just want to be shocked by some. That utter yeah. bastard sh- uh, like shattering nonsense when if you're, you're like...
0: either furious or bored out your head. Or yeah if you're or... bored yeah if you're if bored, you're bored if you go, at
3: loose end that's when you stick on crime yeah, club yeah, because yeah. you'll be like this is actually fucked I've never heard anything like if it. If you're on
2: <laughs> if you're on your way to meet some mates and you're just not up for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, we've heard we've done a little bit of a little bit of a deep dive, a little bit of research, and we've heard some rumours about a Jack Beaumont book coming out.
3: It's not, I mean, it ain't coming out but I <laughs> I mean not to, not to my knowledge anyway but um, you know what I, d- I don't usually like talking about it because I'm so near finishing it I will talk about it uh, yeah about 100,000 103,000 words into this novel got about another 2,000 left um, honest it's the thing is it's lame talking about something that you ain't finished no, no and that's why it is lame it is lame <laughs>
0: um, but I'm doing it anyway because I don't care yeah uh, but and so you're way closer to having had finished a book than any of us are. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, can, I, can, I can barely read a full <laughs> So, Well, it's one of the best books I've ever written. and certainly <laughs> <laughs> the certainly
3: best book I've ever read.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that I've
3: just I've just mistakenly quoted Partridge there. But um,
0: <laughs> Talking of Partridge, um, uh, what really floored Carlos is um, your Alan Partridge <laughs> tattoo. Um, yeah, man. What happened before that? Talk us through it. I'm a, I'm a massive fan of it. And have you got any other weird kind of bodily features? <laughs> other than no, nah, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically,
3: well I was I think I was, 19. Um, it's quite I was young, like 19. Yeah, I was just like I, I mean I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't taking myself or my body particularly seriously, <laughs> and I don't particularly take myself or my body particularly serious now. But Perhaps yeah. more so than I did then. I was like you know what I fucking have an Alan Partridge his signature's on the DVD, so it's like. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to get that on my ribs, and uh, <laughs> it's quite big as well, but you know what, this is the thing, I, I, I didn't mean it to be that big, but I meant it to be a bit smaller than that, but I, what I didn't realise, my, my mate was like, who does tattoos, he was like, yeah, just print it off, and I'll like, do it, and I was like, alright, I'll print something off, Like it's a bit like this, but he just like, literally copied the size of it, and I like, yeah. stuck it on my <laughs> I was like, alright, and, uh, and he's done it, it really hurts, man.
0: That's quite <laughs> a, that's quite a like, near... Near the like, bone kind of thing. N- yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not much like flab around that kind of bit of you. It's no. like an arse, I imagine. It's certainly like not it. around me, anyway. Mm. I happen to be a particularly lanky man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
1: there's nothing to it. I just like Anna Partridge, that's mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> when, when it comes to a book, I know you, you think it's lame talking about it, but it is pretty interesting to have met someone who's that far into a book. So what, what's yeah. your plan for it you're just gonna kind of independently dish it out to a few no no, no no
3: no so so I, I i've made i've got i've got a few contacts who uh, are in that kind of world and who have got the ability to perhaps pass it on to like a uh, publisher and stuff but and, and, and you typically I'm, so i'm told what you do is you pitch an idea to a publisher and then they'll be like yeah go and make it and we'll give you like a few quid so you can eat toast kind of thing mm-hmm. but i was like you know what, fuck that i'm gonna write it and if and if and then I'm going to present it to someone when it's done, which it nearly is. And if they like, and if they don't like it, then you know what, that's fine. But um, but that's that's the way i that's why I went about it.
0: Have Fair you about. are you gonna, uh, Are you happy to tell us a really brief, like what it's about, or do you want to keep that? Complete no, mystery? yeah,
3: it's so it's set in 2012. It begins in 2012, um, and it's three central characters, none of which went to university. Uh, they got makes went to university, but none of them went to university, and one of the central characters' parents sold up and moved to Kent uh, mm-hmm. because they were skinned kind of thing. And so he's paying his own rent uh, whilst being paid five pounds an hour, which was legal in 2012. It was legal to pay someone under 21, or I think 25 pounds an hour in 2012. Um, and he's struggling and things don't go his way and he realises that he's better off robbing university drug dealers Uh, and as a university drug dealer I was particularly easy to rob (laughs) and so I just thought and and, you know things go tits up and it doesn't and and, well um, yeah that's the idea that's That's the the idea but yeah
0: Yeah. well it sounds brilliant I'm looking forward to uh, it not being published yeah no well (laughs) if if I get a print out you'll have to email it over well you know what
1: I'd rather you just bought the eight pound
3: paperback.
0: Oh right, paperback. yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> PayPal you. He, 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 uh,
1: just more to a thing of like actually sitting down to write. But what it, I, I'm not sure. I've never really met someone who's even attempted to write something longer than an essay. Right. So like, what? What was? Do you think you have a unique thing? How did you even think? Right? Do you just get in front of a laptop and think it's time to start typing? No, no.
3: What? You know what? It starts. Um, well, the, the first thing I ever wrote was when I was doing my dissertation at university and I was like I'm just bored of writing sociologically it's boring I'm bored of it and I wanted I wanted to be creative and uh, I, I just I just literally started up with first I just wrote the sentence I tend to wipe it on the curtains and I wrote a, <laughs> and, I, and I wrote I wrote a 20,000 20, yeah 20,000 word short story about that which I'm thinking about developing after this main one gets done but yeah and um, it, it comes from a place of compulsion right uh I feel it's like, yeah, I need it to also kind of stay sane in a way. Not that I'm particularly sane at the moment, but I need it to kind of yeah, stay God sane.
1: A it's, good. <laughs> it's a, compul- it's a good compulsive thing. Well, You know what, That you just remind me of a Dave Chappelle special recently where he says that, like, and this is kind of mind blowing that you said that because he, he goes, I'm so good at my craft as a stand up comedian now that my latest pastime is I just write a punchline down, like a really random punchline, put it into a bowl in my kitchen. So he's got a whole bowl in his kitchen full of little pieces of folded up paper with a punchline on them. Mm. And then the particular punchline he uses in this stand up is, so I kicked her in the pussy. Mm. And then he's like, so what I do is I go, when I'm bored, I go into my kitchen, pick up a piece of paper, read, fold it o- open and check what the punchline is. And then that day in my mind, I work through how I can go to the start of the setup." And end up at that punchline, and still make it feasible and funny.
3: Yeah, also working backwards is is often the best way to work. For example, for this this thing that I'm really close to finishing now, um, I, it, I guess the the finishing point. I knew how it was going to end, and it was going to be three geezers on a ferry to Calais, looking bleak. <laughs> right that was that was the that was the last scene that's where I wanted to close it and I was like mm. how do we get there kind of thing working backwards is a really useful tool if you're going to go about mm. that yeah, yeah. Like, imagine it, I I it think that's TV.
2: actually something that's much more common among definitely amongst like stand-up comedians than we think because like quite often like a comedian a stand-up comedian will finish with a joke that they started with or like finish with a punchline that like that is kind of been recycled it's been yeah, used yeah callback like, uh, call, callback yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I, did, I didn't know the term but yeah that's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you do now so
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you right to call it what it's actually fucking called sat I look like a Muppet yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah that no, is pretty
1: pretty impressive that uh, you're on those type of levels but anyway yeah well you know what you know
3: what, what? for you know it could be fucking dog shit
0: Yeah, very true if it, it is, is then not we'll still, <laughs> then we'll still tell you it's good <laughs> just like we have with Tarquin otherwise I'll set Tarquin on you man um
3: yeah, it's one of those. It's, 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 yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. I have every. I mean, you don't. You don't. You don't start doing that kind of thing unless you've got every confidence in yourself. Mm. Some people might, but I personally, I, I wouldn't even start if I wasn't hundred percent confident in my own ability to do this kind of thing. Um, so with that said, I could get twenty rejection letters, and I still know it's the bollocks. I still know it's the it's the bang bang. Yeah, yeah, And. Um, and you know people get you know, people get rejected all the time. I ain't even rejected yet, but I'm anticipating being rejected <laughs> several times. It's just not marketable, Jack. That's the kind of thing I'm <laughs> fucking Margaret in publishing
1: telling me in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, <laughs> I love when you've already got a mental image of something going wrong, and you, you've already thought of your response and everything. I do it all the time. Yeah, I do that every time I have an argument. See,
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah, I think what's left to say is that one, it's been an absolute fucking delight having you in. Thanks this roughly, will not man. be the last time that we share the airwaves. Um, Make sure that you, you're listening to this. Go and listen to Crime Club because we've only we have given 0.5% of what there really is to discover on that on that podcast. Um, so, let's see anyone else has any any closing remarks.
1: Nothing. If you've got any opportunities, you'd like to tag Jack in on Facebook. You know he's good for it. Good and man. if you know any publishers, hook him up because he's got the bang bang.
0: Also, bang bang. <laughs> uh, yeah, me and Joe are currently unemployed, but you'll hear more about that later on.
3: Mate, yeah. all I gotta say is thanks for having me. I'm a big it's fan of the show me. and it's been a pleasure. It's the ROD, the little Rodney P, Rep Tactic Council, lots of tea. this yes, is the
1: ROD, KRSE3, fancy a pipe, mate. Sweet, 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 yes, the ROD,
0: on the line to leave. Got any pump run, mate? Yeah, I'll take three. This yes, is the ROD, desperate to greed, to himself, and himself to the self to the
1: king.